In this episode, we'll be talking about how to share Christ with your children in a fun, loving, and effective way. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Parenting with the Pastor's Kid, a weekly show to equip parents to restore their families and build a legacy of blessing for generations to come. My name is Brandon Gross, and my brothers and I are pastor's kids. Statistics show that nearly 50% of pastor's kids don't continue their walk with God as they become adults. What did my parents do differently? Join me as I answer your burning parenting questions to help restore your family. Let me share with you everything they taught us. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about how to share Christ with your children in a fun, loving, and effective way. This week's episode was inspired by a post I saw on Facebook. And the post said, I grew up in a loving Christian home where God and Jesus were always the topic of conversation. We had family devotions and were taught that the Bible is the authority of our lives and that a relationship with Jesus was the most important thing in our lives. But fast forward to my adult years, I now have a young son. Through several events, trying to become an adult, finding my own identity, my father's passing, and a few other things, I kind of strayed away from devotions and the overall daily walk with Christ. Here's my question. I want my son raised how I was, but I'm struggling with how to make it a natural conversation in our everyday lives. How do you incorporate this and what are some good resources? I always feel like I'm failing in this area. Please help. Well, first off, I just want to say I love this question. And I wanted to commend this mom for taking on the responsibility of raising her son in a godly way. The Bible says that our children are God's children that he entrusts us to raise. And so I just wanted to give kudos to this mom whose heart is to obviously be a good ambassador for Christ and to raise her son the best that she knows how. Now for me, growing up as a pastor's kid, I experienced Christ through my parents in a variety of different ways. From going to church together, praying before we eat, getting prayed over before bed, and being taught the Bible, a lot of which I'm sure most children are experiencing if they're being raised in a Christian home. And so as I was pondering this question, I was asking God and also reflecting on some of the ways that I was raised that might be a little bit different. And so I pray that my perspective and the way that I was raised might inspire you to implement a few new ideas as you continue to share Christ with your kids. I wanted to start off by answering this question by sharing a passage from Deuteronomy 6, 6-7. through And it reads, You must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. And so first, I think it's very important to understand that as parents, we need to learn how to gossip. And that doesn't mean to gossip about your friend, your coworker, your neighbor, about the drama they might be experiencing in their lives, but rather to gossip about Jesus. You know, aside from being a pastor and a full-time dad, I'm also a martial arts instructor, and I have the pleasure of teaching kids jujitsu twice a week. And as an instructor, I often think about ways that I can better teach my student techniques. But more importantly than that, how I can instill godly character into them as we share the mats each week. But the reality is that I only have two hours to spend with them each week. 
And so I know that as a coach, I can only do so much. And that what's even more important is what my students are experiencing at home with their families on a regular basis each week. And so I'm sharing this because if you're a parent out there listening, it is you as the parent that has the greatest chance to make impact upon your children's life and to raise them in a way that inspires them to follow Christ. And so again, for me growing up, there was a culture in our home for gossiping about Jesus. I would hear my parents genuinely gossip about Jesus on a regular basis. My dad would share stories about how he would lead people to Christ standing in line at the grocery store. I remember many times growing up being out at a public restaurant and my parents would be witnessing to the waitress, asking if they had any prayer requests, sharing about what God was doing in their lives, or even just speaking blessing over others as they were prompted by God to share something with them. At home, one of the questions we were often asked around the dinner table was, what was one highlight from your week? Or what was one praise report that you can give God thanks for? My parents had cultivated a contagious attitude of gratitude. And they taught us to continuously look for what God was doing in our lives. And that if we didn't take the time to look, we would often miss what God was doing. And so a lot of times when my parents were just sharing about what God was doing in their own lives. But many times they would also share third-party testimonials as well. What they saw God doing in the life of our church, news they had received about healing or miracles from other churches, sharing praise reports about what happened on the news, or even across the state and across the country. My parents took every opportunity to gossip about Jesus, and they were genuinely excited to do so. And so that has led and taught my brothers and I to do the same. I firmly believe that when we are on fire for Christ, it's incredibly difficult for us to not share about what he's doing in our lives and how good he is. And so my brothers and I have experienced Deuteronomy 6, 6-7 live in action by hearing my parents gossip about Jesus at every opportunity that they got. Now, another scripture I wanted to share in regards to today's question comes from 1 John 4, 7-8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. I think one of the most fun, simple, and effective ways that we can share God with our children it's to show them how much God loves them and how much we as parents love them. You can teach your children about God by sharing your love for them and the way that God reveals for you to do so. I've received love from my parents through hugs, words of encouragement, times of discipline and correction, them blessing me and speaking over my life and calling out the gold that they saw in me, and also in hard times, times of apologies, times of sharing struggles, being transparent with heart-to-heart -heart issues, and even as we got older, having those difficult conversations. God's love is endless, and so it wouldn't do God justice for me to say that you would have to share your love for your kids in the same way that I've experienced it through my parents, but rather to be prayerful and mindful of how God wants you to love your children in that moment. But one of the things I've experienced firsthand from my parents that's been so pivotal in my walk with God 
is watching them live out the word even behind closed doors. I think that as a parent, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed by thinking that we have to teach our children the entire Bible. And while that is incredibly helpful and allows us to reference how we are currently living to God's word, I think that what's more important than knowing all the scriptures, memorizing all the passages, is implementing and living out the parts of the word that we do know. I don't think it's a difficult thing to identify someone who diligently studies the word of God, memorizes scripture, and can say it in context beautifully, and yet doesn't live out the word of God. And so let's be clear, I'm not saying don't study the word. In fact, I'm saying the exact opposite. As parents, we should study the word. But what I'm saying is, what's more important than memorizing all the scriptures and having all the knowledge is implementing the knowledge that we do have. In this way, we can still be a powerful example to our children and model what it looks like to love and follow Christ. And the last thing I wanted to share was that I think it's important as parents that we meet our children where they're at. You know, as we grew up, the lessons that we learned and the conversations that we had were catered to our maturity. And one thing that worked really well for our family was celebrating the Sabbath or Shabbat together. Each Friday, my mom would prepare a special meal and my family and I would gather around the dinner table for a time of prayer, blessing, fellowship, food, and fun. And it was during this time that my parents also taught us the Word of God at the dinner table while having a meal together. And my dad started to notice that because there was food involved, our attention spans were longer and we were much more engaged. And so that led him to write a book around the dinner table, 52 Sabbath Lessons from the Book of Proverbs. My dad would share short scriptures and ask open-ended heartfelt questions to get us engaged. For example, one lesson he shared was about choosing our friends carefully. He shared from Proverbs 13:20, "He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm." Other short scriptures like 1 Corinthians 15:33, "Bad company corrupts good morals." And then he'd follow that up by asking a few simple questions like, "Why do you think God wants us to choose our friends carefully?" Or, what character qualities should we look for and those we choose to hang out with? These questions got us to think and align our thoughts and our decisions with the Word of God. This also created a deep time of sharing and just valuable dialogue as we each took turns going around, sharing our interpretation of the Scripture, and answering the questions. And so I think that this is a fun, simple, and effective way that all families can share Christ with one another and parents can instill the Word of God into their children. Hey guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in today. If you receive value from today's episode, I'd like to invite you to leave us a review and share this podcast channel with your friends and family. And if you want to learn more about how you can make a lasting impact as the head of your household, then I'd like to encourage you to pick up a free copy of my dad's book entitled Legacy of Blessing, How to Bring Out the Best in Your Family go to www.sabbathforeveryone.com and get your free copy today. God bless you and your ohana. Ohana means family, and family means nobody gets left behind.